0: My dearest Samantha, it's been six months since I last saw you. I think about you every night. Know that for me, being away from you breaks my heart. I love you, and I will never
1: let you go.
2: FICTION! You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction, where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories, some are real, some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond, beyond belief.
0: Hello and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number twenty three. I'm Jesse Chapman. With me, as always, Chris Newth. Hi, guys. And Kyle Maddock. That's a fact. Today, we're reviewing season three, episode four of Beyond Belief: Fact or Fiction, which, if you don't know, was a 1990s TV show hosted by Jonathan Frakes that featured five stories that defied explanation. Some based on real events, others totally fake. In our show, we try to figure out which are fact and which are fiction, and we'd love you to play along with us. You don't even have to know what Beyond Belief is. If you like strange stories, you'll like our show. We'll summarize the stories, make our own predictions, and at the end of the show, we'll find out the truth together. Now, Mark and Tiffany will not be joining us tonight, but in their stead, we have two very special guest hosts joining us tonight. First, we have Claire Berger, a good friend of the podcast, an actress, and Claire is our returning champion having predicted all five stories correct before. Claire, you were most recently in a feature film called Bad Exorcist.
2: Yeah, that just came out uh, available on iTunes, Amazon, etc. Uh Wonderful. thank you. Thank you so much for having me back.
0: Yes, thank I'm you for being back. You uh delighted
2: as- and scared to be here because I don't want to ruin my 100% record of giving five out of five last time I was there. I know. We
0: were talking off the air and, uh, you know, Chris said, you know, Claire's coming back. She got all five stories correct. It's like, oh, uh, so, you know, what's your strategy going in this time? <laughs> you look nervous.
2: I am. I mean, the likelihood that I'm going to get 100% again is low.
0: Yeah, that's true. Statistically. Regression of the mean. You're going to, you you, yes. you you overshot and you're going to come right back yeah. down.
2: Yeah. But, so, so I'm just going to prepare myself right now and expect to get, I'll be happy if I get or higher.
0: We also have on the podcast today Christian Hans. Christian is a screenwriter and a good friend of ours, and we are very excited to have you on. Thanks for inviting me. Not to set up the stakes too high, but do you feel like by being a writer you will have some sort of secret insight into the mind of which stories might be more bullshitty?
3: Yeah, um... I I would think so but this show does not follow you know like normal storytelling conventions <laughs> 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 and it's like partially the format of the show and I really uh, and and partially that I think it was written by, like, my Aunt Carol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very nice. So, one of the questions that we do like to ask our guests, Christian, where do you fall on the spectrum of, I believe in ghosts fully and I've seen them and they lie next to me in bed at night, all the way over to, ghosts, who
3: dat? (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I'd say that I fall uh toward ghosts who dad I just and it's um it's out of self-preservation um because I was a, a terrified and anxious child and I have oh that's that's the other part of it I have every single night for my entire life I have nightmares so like I Wait, is that every true? night? Every single night? Wait, still night. still to current day. Horrifying. Still to current day. It's That would it. be wait, that a I'd be a free...
2: beyond belief story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah think that it is true. Wait, uh, that you know that's up. not Did, typical, right? No. I know.
4: Okay. And I've, no, no Did no, you no. have any blood transfusions? <laughs> <laughs> are they
3: related uh, in any way? are they related or are they there, there are some general themes, you know, that that recur. Um, <laughs> can
2: you walk us through them?
3: Yeah, so I'll give you an example recently. I was uh in this park and there was this dog in this in this stream and it was like extremely friendly and I was like well okay I got to play with this guy and so <laughs> we're like you know friendly. wrestling around and stuff and i'm like this is a great day and then i found a corpse
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and Whoa.
4: that's
3: that's ju- that's one form of dream that, <laughs>
4: that I took
2: had. a left minute. wait a minute so is
3: oh this, dog dead <laughs> is this
2: why immediately it came to your mind earlier today when we were talking about the scariest things that can happen to people that you were like yeah when i was a kid i found a dead homeless person in a park yeah and then you were like haha i'm just kidding i made that up
3: no, like, no, I that's had a, a <laughs> weird thing.
2: <to> say. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and Is it because maybe you just were dreaming about
3: it? No, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but also like I had, I, I had a, just a terrible childhood. Um, and oh, so
2: that did happen?
3: I mean, not not that specifically. You're saying the dream, you have nightmares because oh, you're yeah. psychologically I mean, this is scarred a from childhood. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah okay, okay. I don't want it like that. It makes it less fun to to okay, put it okay, that okay, way. Okay, okay,
2: got it, got it. <laughs> I just have nightmares
3: every night. We oh don't need my. to talk about the fact that it's caused by PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> So, tell me about your parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have this one nightmare, actually. And then corpse. Uh, where... The, and it's similar. Where the, I would always see, like, the same kind of, like, loomy figure, like, behind my mom. And, like, I uh, was, like, visiting recently. And my mom was uh, talking with me. And she's, like, old now. And she did not notice that her giant dog was right behind her and uh, she started walking backwards and like I got like the flashback of this moment and I was like I grabbed her like and I feel like because I had that nightmare I knew that that was going to happen and I was like did I just save her from getting paralyzed? Beyond, that is beyond okay, belief.
2: Okay, that's one hundred. Factor fiction. Oh. Don't that was. The dog? I'm sorry. That was fiction.
3: That oh, oh, <laughs> oh man. It's
4: already fucking
2: I know. Oh, I was like, oh,
4: this was great. <laughs> this is a great story.
2: We were all just like uh, wrapped. Like well, <laughs> everybody was like,
3: <laughs> wow. Mm, so I, I wait, wait. Have, how much of that was fiction? Just, just the dog. Just the mom dog story. Okay. No, yeah. The nightmares. Every no, night no, no. F- my life is a waking hell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, maybe you that, should wow. take up like
0: a like a uh, like a sport or something. Just to Get that <laughs> yeah. energy out yeah.
3: there. No. Yeah. I, I do play sports and I do go to therapy. <laughs> I do all of it. None of it helps. <laughs> None of it helps. That sp- childhood works. trauma runs deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got right. a psychiatrist.
4: She's baffled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've "Here's never, her money back. I have yeah. no. You're fucked yeah.
3: up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never heard someone describe a therapist as baffled right? Yeah. (laughs) well thank you for sharing that was horrifying (laughs) and enlightening Uh, speaking of baffled uh, let's find out how baffled we are in these stories today we've got five stories we're going to give you guys these summaries for and then we're going to break them down, analyze them and make our own predictions and at the end we'll find out what the answers are the first story for today's episode is called email what was that?
3: computer came back on by itself try it again pull the plug richard what
2: nothing let's just go to sleep
0: (sighs) do we retire me pointing out every time there's a short haircut yes because mm-hmm. I have yeah, to say, I think so. I think, yeah, I think it's at this point we realize that somewhere in Hollywood, someone decided all women have short hair. That all women have luck. short hair. Yeah. It's well, just a, a disproportionate it, amount of women in this show just have short haircuts, and I find
3: it offensive. It could know also why. take place in the South currently, and it would still <laughs> have that proportion of short haircuts for women.
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I Chris, tell us what happened.
1: So, this is a story about a guy's name is Richard. The wife's name is Vicky. And Richard gets a new computer. And it's state-of-the-art computer that he receives in the mail. He's extremely excited to use it. And he sets it up. He goes to turn the computer off one night before bed. And it turns on by itself. And the wife sees an Egyptian pharaoh image pop up on the screen. They don't know what it is. So, the next day, a guy comes to help them out. Techie. A, a techie
4: squad kind of guy. Right.
1: And they see a email come in, even though the computer is not connected to the internet. To the e- modem. And
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was
2: dial-up, guys. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Come
1: on, you know. And so the guy ends up getting this email from we don't know what who this is yet, and he keeps talking back and forth, and it's a guy that's saying, "I'm trapped in an Egyptian tomb, and I need <laughs> help." So anyway, so they find out that this guy that is communicating with them through email doesn't even have a computer and authorities in Egypt go and find him and rescue him from this tomb. But how
0: did this even happen? I have no idea. Right. So is it possible that a man communicated through cyberspace trapped in a pyramid without any access to any computers at
2: all? Uh, What puzzled me was they set up this whole tension between the husband and wife about how she was like he was spending the whole day on the computer. He wouldn't leave the computer. Ooh, this is going somewhere. I was right. Yep. I went to bed by myself, and he stayed at the computer. He falls asleep there as the screen is glowing in his face. And then none of the story had anything to do with that conflict. It was just yeah, you also, thought it was
0: definitely going to be related, pivotal to the yeah, story. Mm-hmm. That also feels right. That feels writery, right? Yeah.
1: And also, what I found writery is the fact that you have this guy to come to fix the computer. This guy comes to fix the computer why do we even need that guy in the story anyway mm-hmm. they could have just we need a witness and they
0: probably just she's the witness right
4: yeah but there are a couple we can't fully believe that the yeah. other thing
0: is when they start receiving these phantom emails the guy reveals his name he's like i'm dr statler i'm trapped in egypt and then the it guy goes oh dr statler's who we bought this computer from it's a used computer there was so without the it guy you would not have known
4: like statler statler had sold this computer to the dude mm, and no. statler
0: I the, did not explain that
4: statler had been like on right. some sort of egyptian expedition uh, an archaeological dig yeah mm-hmm. so so the whole so it's theorizing there's this egyptian curse that sort of uh can uh, work through technology or at least infiltrate
3: technology mm. in right which is just a little bit like um snow crash by neil stevenson is that a song no, it's a fantastic <laughs> cyberpunk uh, <laughs> I was going to go, up, is that
0: a movie? Is that a book? Is that a, yeah, that's it's a, a novel? It's okay. a novel, yeah. I feel like this one has a lot riding against fact. Well, I'll tell you, the thing that stood out to me about this more than anything is the guy is trapped in a pyramid, and they are emailing him, and the IT guy is concerned that his laptop battery is going to run out, because they assume he has a computer, and they go, ask him how long his laptop battery is going to last, and he goes, I don't have a computer. hmm and then they never explain what his experience was mm-hmm.
2: communicating,
0: communicating. I'll tell you what I it was. needed. I needed an extra beat in the mm-hmm. story where they go and he got out of the pyramid and said he heard our voices in right. the pyramid or right. something like that. Absolutely fictiony to me. Cause totally. they would have explained some yes. sort of something. Let's go ahead on to a prediction phase. Uh, first up, Chris factor fiction. I have a real
1: problem with this whole communication. If I'm thinking about the ghostly rules, okay, communication telepathically or something from mind to computer, I just don't buy it. Fiction. Claire?
2: I think about they set up this whole conflict between the couple that didn't even pay off, and it was about something else. It just seems like they got carried away. So I'm going to say fiction.
3: Christian? Uh, I can agree with that, but... I just want it to be a BlackBerry. I looked it up. <laughs> the release date is January 19th, 1999. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So it is oh. possible, and it would be a thing that people are like, you could do what with a what? <laughs> so on a technicality, you're saying, "Yeah." I kind of yes. believe that that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think like that. They didn't explain anything about the guy side. Right. And that tells me that it leaves it open for, like, I'm not doing it on a computer. All right, Kyle. I
4: feel like this is more coincidence about a couple that hears about this guy right around the time he goes missing. I'm gonna go fact.
0: All right. I'm up last. The fact that we never hear what the doctor's experience was or story was, for me, the story reeks of fiction. The last prediction we're gonna do is the prediction of random chance. So I'm gonna flip a coin. If we get heads the coin will predict fact and if we get tails the coin will predict fiction and the only reason we do this is to see at the end of the show
3: if we can beat random chance and, and what's the uh, what's your record against the uh, the george washington yeah we don't have to talk about
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> i think it I, beat jesse last in j- season, season two
0: i tied identically with the coin and everyone else was above everyone else was above but not all that much above so let's yeah, like not know,
4: more than 10% above. Yeah.
0: all right let's go ahead and flip a coin head so the coin will predict fact Okay, let's go ahead on to story number two, which is called, Blood Donor.
2: Jeff? Jeff? Oh my God, it's happening again. Jeff? You killed her. You killed her! You're here with me now, it's
4: okay! It's okay!
0: Kyle's gonna tell us a story about a man who looks vaguely like Dylan McDermott. Little McSteamy,
4: McDreamy Little, <laughs> or something in here. Exactly. What happened here? This is a story about Jeff who was involved in a motorcycle accident. Uh, it is months later. He is recovering from the injury, but he's having these hallucinations of a man murdering a woman. He tells his wife, uh or girlfriend. Or one of those things, girlfriend. I girlfriend, think. yes, mm-hmm. girlfriend knows. I don't know it. if they've defined the relationship. Okay, yet. they're together. Yeah, they haven't had the talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, she knows about it. Then we find out that after the accident, he had had a blood transfusion, and after this blood transfusion, that's when he started to have the hallucinations. So apparently, we find out that Jeff is also a master hacker, and he uh, hacks into a, some sort of medical database, finds out who the blood donor was, Germaine. They find out where he lives. They go to his house. It's the same guy that he has seen and seeing murdering women in his hallucinations. And Jeff catches Jermaine about to murder a woman. They fight, and the knife that Jermaine has ends up plunging into his own heart, and Jermaine dies.
0: Yeah, so is it possible that a man has visions of a murderer – and he ends up tracking him down and stopping him basically is, is what this boils down to. But, you know, with the blood transfusion being the primary mode of operation here, my favorite quote in this story was Jeff says, I learned a few dirty tricks when I was in college. And one of them was the hack into databases. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's something
1: to the idea that holding on to something that's intrinsically part of someone else. Could theoretically give someone, if they were intuitive enough,
0: some kind of connection. In psychic stories and whatnot, well, it's like when objects see, are imbued with a power or yes. an essence. Or- if
1: I go and walk into a psychic's office, sometimes they'll ask me for something that I keep on me often. A wallet, a phone. Mm. They just want my wallet. A phone. <laughs> Cash, money of any sort yeah. that like you have or expensive a credit card. Jewelry. Yeah. yeah, sometimes they forget <laughs> to return it afterwards. Mm. So That's
4: how really can this expensive. be? How, how is this true? A guy just sort of, uh, has a premonition. I got a crazy theory. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. There's a murderer.
0: He's killing women. He has an accomplice, his wife, his girlfriend, whatever. He is about to attack a woman on the street when Another man intervenes. He kills the man instead, and then says that the man he killed was
3: the murderer. Absolutely. Whoa! No, that's actually that was my theory for the whole thing. Whoa! So the guy that he actually the
2: guy that he actually killed was the defender. Was
0: the defender in that struggle? And the woman walking along the streets at night can't distinguish who was who, and he's like ma'am, no, I saved you. I'm the one who saved yep. you. And she's mm. like, oh my God, uh, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, there was a man who was trying to attack me and you would just believe
4: that it's the guy in the ground because there's really... And, the- then, and then this murderer went around telling this story.
0: Yeah. No, wait, but he brought his girlfriend to the murder? They're, they're working together as a crime duo. That's yeah. But cr- wouldn't they... Hold on, crime day. Crime crime day. Day. hold on a second. Crime date, hashtag crime date. When... <laughs>
2: wouldn't they have to have a record of that blood transfusion though for this story to hold up
3: oh because he did hack the database with his renslow power 700 laptop (laughs) 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 you know what it's like so funny about that brand name which was the actual brand
0: name in the show was just call it like Gateway call it like Sanway But no, 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 no. Sornies Yeah like yeah. exactly yeah. But they went so far Out of the way
2: like, Renslow
3: Renslo Power 700 They were like Renslow 700 I don't no, know No I don't think not so not buying it yet uh, Yeah it doesn't power sound legit
2: 700? I like power I do No power, power is good Power gives it something yeah. yeah it gives it like yeah, A yeah, little yeah.
3: extra oomph like Yeah put
2: like that a, down Write that down yeah, Renslow yeah. Power 700 I, I, I like But yeah. do that Is today's
4: episode Sponsored by them Chris?
2: Yeah. think it be
0: Do you think they started At 700? Do you think they were like 400? No. Nah, like,
2: ah, take it up a little. Take yeah. it up. Six. Six.
0: 650. Six, six. Oh, that's not
1: believable
3: enough. Let's go. 1,000. Oh, okay, bro- Whoa, whoa. 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 That's too much. Let's back it up. And a then little it bit. starts like the baseline again, the lowest <laughs> end model is <laughs> that 1,000. <000. laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead
0: on to predictions. First up, Claire, Factor <sighs> Fiction.
2: The way that it was scary made it feel like a written story because it was like the writers were having fun making it kind of like a horror story. Fiction?
0: All right, Kyle.
4: It feels fictiony, but there's something I just can't explain that makes me think it happened. Hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. fact on this one. Chris,
1: you know, you add the hacking stuff and it's just a weirdly told story and I just don't buy it anymore, so I'm going to say fiction. I'll go next.
0: There are a lot of elements in here that scream fiction to me and make it feel completely unrealistic. But I secretly love the idea that this is actually the murderer.
2: Mm. So I'm going to
3: go fact.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I like that idea, too. Christian. Oh, flashbacks.
3: Christian, what do you think? I think as told, the story is not true. Um, clearly. Which happens significantly yes. in the show. Welcome to watching beyond <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. So am I going to rule out all those? Possi- I just think that it just it's too neat. It's too neat. So I think it's fiction. All right, let's go ahead and flip a coin.
0: Coin is voted fiction as well. Let's go ahead and move on to story number three, which is called Epitaph.
2: Yes, uh, I'm Otto Schenkel. Can I help you? I'm here to see about Mr. Richard's tombstone, but it seems I'm a bit late. You must be Mr. Dunbar from Sunny Hills. Yes, I'm from Sunny Hills. I'm sorry, but this just won't do. It It won't do at all. But it's exactly what Mrs. Richards wanted. She
1: said something simple. She had a change of heart. We're going to pay you for all the work you've completed already, but she's decided on a more elaborate monument.
0: Story number three, epitaph. Claire, what happened here?
2: Yeah, so this story is about a gravestone cutter. We'll call him Anthony. And uh, every now and then, somebody comes in, and one of those patrons happens to be Mrs. Richards, and uh, she requests a very basic cement headstone for her uh, recently deceased husband. He would like it simple. He would like it clean, just his name, his date of birth, and his date of death. That's all. She leaves, and he uh, gets to work right away. And then another man shows up. Mr. Dunbar, who I believe is the the one making funeral arrangements for Mrs. Richard's late husband. And he says, no, 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 Mr. Richard's, uh, would have wanted a larger gravestone after speaking with Mrs. Richards. We've decided on on the biggest, fanciest one here in the yard, and uh, if you could get to work straight away. So he gets to carving, and then it's the day of the funeral. He's so excited to unveil this enormous headstone with angels. And of course, Mrs. Richards is appalled. And he says, no, 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 this is, this is what Mr. Dunbar wanted. Uh, he came by and spoke on your behalf. She says, that's not possible, and turns to a man we have yet to see before and says, this is Mr. Dunbar. Did you do this? And he says, no, I, of course not. And uh, he says, well, that can't be Mr. Dunbar. Who Who is this? And then they bring out the portrait of the late Mr. Richards, and lo and behold, it is the man who claimed to be Mr. Dunbar earlier in the story.
0: So is it possible that a man who has died came back as a ghost to increase the elaborateness of his gravestone to hurt his wife's pocketbook, basically. He comes back kind of vengefully yeah. and says, aren't there better ways well, to do that? Uh, ghosts ne- make elaborate plans.
2: They do. They
0: um, really do.
3: Sometimes... Ooh, this isn't <laughs> swaggy enough. <laughs> swaggy.
0: <laughs>
4: they never really explained... Did did the wife not like her husband? They never there was one line... They never
0: explained one, there was why she one, was doing this. They don't explain why, but there was one line that said... Um that she was like a loveless wife. Exactly. Now, explain real quick how what was the corroboration of how did how did we know that this actually happened?
2: Oh, right. We know that this actually happened because uh the contract for the new headstone was signed by Mr. Richards and uh The dead person. The dead person. <laughs> they had the handwriting authenticated by an expert who said, yes, this is, in fact, Mr. Richard's signature, and it was dated three days prior to his death.
3: Quick note, um, this actor looks like he has to get home on time today because his wife's making spaghetti. Like, that's (laughs) that's all I could think the whole time. (laughs) This guy's so excited for spaghetti night.
2: Anthony (laughs) the stonecutter. Yeah. yeah.
3: But we're we're looking at this in the, uh, why would the ghost do this? You know, like, but... There's no ghost, you know, because <laughs> there are no ghosts. Yeah. So
0: we um, say, we we ask this question, what's the kernel of truth, Christian? I'll tell you this, exactly what it is. If this story is true, how did it happen?
3: So the kernel of truth here is shady people take advantage of people in emotional distress all the time. Right. The proof here is a signature that passes 100% for, with a handwriting expert. This man spends all day intricately carving perfect letters in an exact font on gravestones Mm. all day. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you didn't see that the pizza just got here
4: <laughs>
0: no i love this uh, you I love just instantly this convinced claire and i yeah, yeah. Yep. my favorite and i saw your face this is one of my favorite moments during the episode but then the fake mr dunbar the ghost comes in and says oh uh, uh she's changed her mind she wants something really elaborate and he yeah. goes why would she change her mind and he goes well, you know what they say. It's a woman's prerogative to change her mind.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a weird one. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now was, that like a, was that like a... Get out. But I've never even heard that
0: as a... Like, is that no. a stereotype? That's
3: or? one of my biggest pet peeves, uh, is when any kind of script, when a writer says, you know, they say. And like, yes. oh, yeah. you know what started with two of those was uh, Fast and Furious 8. And start, Vin Diesel is like you know they say the wolf hunts by night but is closely followed by the jackal <laughs> or something like that right and it's what? like who says that yeah <laughs> so they're basically Who's they they're basically saying like I wrote this line yeah and if I say they say yeah maybe it'll then- become a saying <laughs> right yeah right yeah. Yeah, that's like will give it some validity. And how cool would that be, though? Like, of course, you understand that motivation. Like, I want my something I wrote to become like an expression. Yeah, you just you just gotta like have some
0: confidence and say they say. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, let's go on to predictions. I'll go first. Do I believe that it is possible that a man came back from the dead to charge his wife with some extra bills? <laughs> um, I think that christian's argument was very convincing and i think that this guy completely
3: just scammed this woman and and a good test of that theory is that if you change all the people into southerners boy it makes it more believable (laughs) you're like
1: can we that's like
3: are you sure that's all you want to buy ma'am that's it you ain't gonna get no more for your husband You're like, yeah,
2: adds this up. guy's suspicious <laughs> it, it, This it guy's checks suspicious. checks out yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, um, Chris I could just see this being written And I, I, I hope that ghosts aren't as petty as this one So I'm going to say fiction
3: Christian I'm going to stick with my theory I think it's fact And I think they just, you know, distorted the facts Kyle
4: Do I believe that the order got messed up? Yeah, I, I do, but I'm going fiction on this one. Oh.
3: Whoa. All right. No. You just floated an, a very credible theory that we had not even talked about. And then we're <laughs> yeah. like, but never but, mind that. No, right. never <laughs> mind that. Fiction. Yeah, love that. Like, he just bungled the order yeah. and then like didn't want to admit it. Didn't <laughs> want to admit it. I love that. All
0: right. Fiction. Fiction for Kyle. Claire.
2: I believe both sides of it that, uh, that either the gravestone cutter scammed or or the ghost wanted revenge. I'm happy with either side. <laughs> and I will also say that if this was going to be a written story, they would have made it more haunting. This is just like straight business, but Oh with, God, you know you're so mean?
1: right. I want to change my answer uh, yeah. now.
2: I'm, go- I'm going fact.
0: All right, let's flip a coin. Fact. All right, let's move on to story number four, which is called stitches in time. You know, I used to love to climb into my mother's bed, too. Sometimes she'd be reading or sewing. And I'd pretend to be
3: asleep. Or just snuggle up. Just like we do. That's right.
0: Just like we do. This story contains a quilt.
1: That's right, Claire. Take it away. Sweet. (laughs) I it, just, no, I'm doing the summary. Fiction.
0: Yeah. Oh, I kind of want
4: Claire to do it again. <laughs> oh. oh. Why? Because it, it has a quilt in it? Yeah. yeah. What are you saying? Hitting? She should About have stitched women. that quilt?
0: Wow. Mm. Well, Claire was going to do the story summary, but then she changed her mind. You know, it is the prerogative of women to do <laughs> change that. change their minds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so here's what happens. There's four characters in this story, a mom and a daughter, and the dad recently died of a sickness, and they've wiped out their bank accounts because the medical bills were exorbitantly expensive and later at night she goes to sleep and dreams of her uh her mother the grandmother in this story and the grandmother is wonderful and sweet and she's uh having this a dream this memory of them stitching a bridal quilt together and the grandmother says every cloud has a silver lining if you know where to look so she wakes up and she immediately goes to this old uh Chest, and she opens up the chest, and inside is that bridal quilt. And essentially, fumbling around, there's a loose thread. Pulls at that thread, opens up the quilt inside. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars and stock
4: options in a good company. I in a hope. in a
0: company that's called Multi Technologies Company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so that's that's basically the story. Uh, a woman has a premonition at night and uh, finds all this money that she never knew existed. And and where did the money come from? Did the did her mother stuff the the bridal quilt with all this cash? And yes, and, yeah, well, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm a little confused with the intention of the grandmother here. If this story is true, which it is very believable in one sense, but in the other sense, why stuff? A bunch of money in a quilt and never tell some why not just give them the money or if you're gonna do some secret gesture yeah. why not leave a note in your will the,
2: the grandmother had this air about her that was like i'm generous but i'm a little difficult mm-hmm. like she says i know that's a simple slip stitch but <laughs> if you just miss one you know if you slip up, you fuck up, whatever. I mean, I don't know. She says, "Don't slip up
3: on the slip switch." Don't cock up, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: like she says something that's a little passive aggressive about the integrity of of the stitch and um but then she's also like look for the silver lining so i don't know so let
0: let me let me ask you let's pretend you're the grandmother and i'm one of your friends okay Okay. and you just told me like i put some money oh, in oh yeah well, and you're right, at, right. like playing marjan or something right, yeah we're right, playing right. Mar- we're playing marjan Mar- <laughs>
3: the game of wait what's the name of the
0: game again chris Marjone <laughs> Well, we're doing the southern, southern version. Accent. Yeah, Marjone mm-hmm. So we're we're playing Marjone and okay. then and then you tell me the story about putting the money, in and then I say like, well, what are you going to do? You're going to tell her? No. Why not? What are you going
3: to do? Oh, you're going to leave a note? Listen,
2: Bethany, I raised her to be a smart young lady, and if she can't find where the money is, then that's her own damn fault.
3: The Southern test 100% works here, because I was thinking (laughs) a Southern granny on you, Jesse. Well, if you you give it to Goodwill,
0: then you don't deserve the money.
3: Right. Right.
0: One of the things that we were talking about during the episode is how ridiculous it is that they're pulling all this cash out of the thing and throwing it around like they're like (laughs) Scrooge McDuck. They were making it rain. Yeah, they were like throwing the money up and we're all joking about that. And Christian's
3: like, I've done that. And I... (laughs) were you? It didn't sound like you were joking. No, every single time in my entire life that I have had multiple large bills, the first thing I do with it is find the nearest person who I trust. And I make it rain on them because how many opportunities do you get in life to do that? You're talking about the bills
0: on. in one hand and yeah. you kind of, Wait a you minute. go,
3: you do this. There's a definitive number
0: to where that's cool. You <laughs> <laughs> where it's super lame. You've got $200 Wait, bills in your hand. You can't, yeah. oh. you can't, no. you can't. And then when your friend
4: who, just got, friend who just got rained on starts picking them up, you're like, don't touch those.
0: And like, have he, you ever like, laid
4: in, in the bed and rolled on, on money? Yes,
1: I absolutely have.
4: Have you ever done coke off some money? Well, well yes. Okay. <laughs> the answers to a
0: lot of these questions I'm finding are just absolutely Christians
3: on yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that leads me to something. Mm-hmm. Ha- as someone who has rolled all over money before, I can tell you that when <laughs> a weird you name roll for a all over money, it crinkles. Mm. Mm-hmm. It would oh, crinkle I see what you're inside saying. the quilt. So maybe the well, dream. So with the the, the so, you, so so this, maybe the, 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 the stocks
0: cr- are for sure
1: So wait, the kernel of truth could be they get cold, they put a blanket on their bed, they <laughs> roll on the bed, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what the fuck is this?" And yeah. they open
0: it up, and it's hundreds of dollars.
3: Absolutely. Okay, but okay, but
0: she sold all her assets, mm-hmm. and now she's kind of left with these super oh. sentimental items, and she wraps herself up in the one of the mm-hmm. last Blankets she has. Crinkle, crinkle. There's
3: my pop, pop. Mm-hmm.
2: Is that the slogan for Rice Krispies? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Crinkle, crinkle, pop, pop. There's all my money in a quilt. <laughs> 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 all
0: right, guys, let's go on to predictions. All right. First up, Chris, fact or fiction?
1: I don't even have any. I don't even, I, I just believe the story any way you tell it. Fact,
3: Claire.
2: Uh, yeah, also fact. I, I believe this story no matter what. Christian, um, what do you think?
3: I think it's 100% fact. And I think that the missing little piece here is that The patriarch of this family was an abusive asshole, and she was hiding money from him to make sure he didn't blow it on, like, booze and whores or, you know, like, whatever. Just making sure the kids had it instead Mm. of him. All right, I'll go next. The
0: fact that there are stock options in this blanket make it feel very factual to Mm -hmm. me. So I'm going to go fact on this one.
4: Kyle. Do I believe... That someone could find money somewhere in their house that they didn't know was there, that somebody had left, or they had forgotten about? Yeah, of course. This is fact. All right. Let's
3: flip a coin. Fact. It's okay. kind of fun that uh, George Washington cannot tell a lie, and he's flipping mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. He, he well, he, a few. he makes mistakes, though. Like yeah, he makes mistakes. Yeah. He doesn't tell oh, lies, yeah. but he's
0: certainly fallible. Absolute, I mean, he's only sure. human. He'll yeah. loan up to it with a flip. Alright, let's go on to our fifth and final story of today's episode, which is called Soldier
2: Where am I? you am in the hospital It's Diana we oh. are having a nightmare I
0: was in the jungle I was that day again All of them died And I lived Do you want to talk
2: about it?
3: You'll never believe it
2: Try me
0: we got some high-budget stock footage shots in this opening.
3: It caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. It was you know, like, violent. Whoa, violent.
0: It's like it's bring
3: like, it, Ken Burns, <laughs>
0: Did the old slow push in. <laughs> yeah, they got it, Christian. What happened in this story?
3: So we open on a young man bleeding out in the jungle in Vietnam. It cuts to a nurse, and he's having a flashback. He's like, <laughs> and then the nurse is like, "Tell me about it." And he regales her with a story about an ambush. Everyone in his squadron died. Johnny, Lefty, Fister, everyone. (laughs) Uh, That that
2: may have also been a direct quote. Pause for a laugh, pause for a laugh.
3: (laughs) So he was lying there, close to death, dying, bleeding out in the jungle. And he's like, and so I knew that I was about to die. And then he looks behind him and this guy is like, well, hi there. (laughs) (laughs) He just came in with the strangest energy. He came in (laughs) real hard. (laughs) He was like so chipper to discover this dying young boy. (laughs) Um, I guessed what the twist was because I think I've heard this story before. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Interestingly, I think probably on a Reddit today I learned or something like that. So this person who showed up all chipper Carried the dying soldier to safety and then just vanished into not- nothingness. It was his dad. His dad who had gone missing 13 years in the Korean War 13 years before.
0: Had shown up in the middle of the jungle and helped him out to safety when he was going to die.
3: And the proof...
1: <laughs> You guys could tell at home our budget yeah. went way up for season <laughs> yeah. three.
3: The proof was the dog tags that he pulled out from behind his pillow, which is always an odd place to keep anything, but
0: well, you, it's a good reveal, you know yeah. if you just got him in your it hands is. so is so it possible his dad the whole yeah, time. is it possible that a that a that a man saved a son and it turned out to be the spirit of the ghost of of his dad who who was lost at war years ago?
1: Listen, i'm going to come right out and say it, Christian, you mentioned in uh, a previous story was very neat and tidy. And I feel like this one is the exact same. It's very neat. It's very tidy. They wrap it in a bow. But you say that you have heard something similar online
3: before? Yeah, tell us about this. So I I believe that I've heard or read this entire story before. So, it was purported to be a real story online? Yes. Online. Or is it an urban it to, to legend that has been like, circled yeah, around? Yeah,
0: because through, through. you, so you read it online, tough. it's intriguing, but it doesn't really definitively is this, push it to yeah. to fact, necessarily.
3: Is this proto copypasta? Right, exactly. It's like,
0: is this some sort of thing that's been just passed on and passed on? It's an interesting but important plausible story i just you know but but what we had talked about during the actual uh show was oh well he had the dog tags the whole time yes. and he was just trying to impress this That's nurse my in theory. the hospital oh, yeah 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 right
2: 100 percent. like he carries his dad's dog tags around and then tell me your war stories and he's like well actually i almost died but My ghost dad saved me And here are his dog tags to prove it
0: If you're the nurse in that moment uh, You see the dog tags And you say I believe you or you say Bullshit Bullshit. I I think she would say
3: bullshit
2: Let's apply the southern rules and see Bullshit, Mm. bullshit, bullshit
3: (laughs) you, you yeah, just I apply the passes. australian rules <laughs> <laughs> you just very applied, southern
1: you just applied the brady bunch rules
2: <laughs> i don't know where we are <laughs> so,
4: so, so guys if i'm not mistaken all our historical stories have been fact so no far.
1: we've had one we've had at least one historical story i think it was about the hindenburg thing that was fiction
0: so i feel like but g- his point is valid for the, the most part yes. gen- more often than not historical stories are Fact based. The sure. fact that Christian heard this is an interesting element too. I think Isn't that weird. It's is that going to sway you a certain way, Christian? Well, let's find out. Let's go ahead on to predictions. Mm. First up, Christian. What do you think? Oh, is that going to sway you, Christian?
3: <laughs> I am actually going to go with fact on this, just because there's so many possible explanations that don't require believing in ghosts, which are not real. So it's got to be fact. Kyle, I feel like I've said
4: fact on all these historical ones, and I don't, I don't want to have egg in my face i'm gonna go fiction on this chris
1: typically i would believe a ghost story like this although the idea that the ghost would lift the guy up and bring him somewhere is a little bit of a stretch for me is the that story- a
3: physics problem it's or? a
1: physics problem okay. for me like i don't it Takes a
0: lot of ghost. have you seen the movie ghosts mm-hmm. takes a lot of energy to like move a quarter oh, so yeah. it's gonna take even more
3: energy to move a it person's took, like, body five shadow demons to Pull that awful guy down into hell.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm.
2: Can I ask, you often refer to the movie Ghost. Um, Do we trust that that movie really took (laughs) ghost (laughs) physics into account? (laughs) Like, did they have somebody on staff who was like, adding up the numbers like okay well after the about looks 30 good. hours yeah it looks like he could probably move a quarter I mean, he so. was doing his
4: D numbers <laughs> right. and everything yeah, yeah. rolling for push strength
1: um okay so i'm gonna say that this story was a, a, a little bit too
0: neat and tidy and wrapped with a perfect bow for me fiction all right i'll go next do i believe that a guy lied because he wanted to get in bed with a hot nurse yeah fact
2: <laughs> claire I think people definitely focus their attention on loved ones when they're scared or they feel like they're about to die. And because of that, I'm going to go fact. I'm not sure about the dog tags element of it, Um, but I do trust that that maybe he felt like he was saved by by his dad, who had also been in war. Uh,
3: I think we also um, would be remiss if we did not mention that not only did he hook up with this nurse. He married her. Oh, that's true. They he did say that. This, he had to keep this ruse up yeah. for life. Yeah, he's like
0: thinking his whole life. He's like, God, do I tell her? I mean, yeah. we're, we're in love. Like she, the, he has, it's has it's to sit there a smiling line. as she tells a story mm-hmm. to everybody. Like, yeah, at the yup. wedding. Yeah. And then my dad saved me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and then the dad shows up at the wedding. God
0: damn it. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> Let's
0: flip a coin. All right, the coin is voting fiction on this one. And in a moment, we're going to find out which stories are fact and which stories are fiction stay with us. Hi
1: guys, it's Chris, your favorite ghostly rules expert here. I wanted to do something fun for you guys. So I recently took a peaceful stroll through an old cemetery. It was very scary, but something that brought a smile to my face was that some of the engravings were really funny. And you've seen these before. It'll be like, here lies John Smith. He was a man of few words, that kind of thing because some of them were funny i decided to write up my own and then mix them together so here's what we're going to do i'm going to read out some graveyard engravings and mark is going to try to guess whether they're real or whether they're fake in a little game we call
0: tall tale tombstones
1: okay mark here's your first epitaph oh and tiffany's going to let us know if you're right or wrong okay first one here lies fran died in 1988 gravestone says Confused. If I die up here, do I come back to Earth? How does this work? Is that a real tombstone or is that a tall tale? Oh, if she oh, so it's if a she question. dies in the afterlife, does she come back to Earth and then she dies on Earth and goes back to the afterlife? I think that's what she's saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's what you're saying, Chris. Tall tale.
0: You are correct. It's a tall tale. Ah, okay,
1: <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have explained
0: it. Yeah.
2: You're like, I know that I know for sure, but I think this is what she meant.
1: All right. Here lies Alexis died in 2012. Gravestone says favorite TV shows of all time, The Cosby Show, House of Cards and Louie. <laughs> it's a good thing they died when they <laughs> did. They would be uh, waking up to a uh, to a lot of news. Yeah. A lot of news.
2: <laughs> a dark reality.
1: Um, this is weird, but no, it's too it's not a coincidence. This is a tall tale.
2: You are correct. It's a tall uh, tale. <laughs> thank you. All
1: right, Got here it. we go here lies alex died in early 2015 gravestone says slow news day (laughs) i don't know (laughs) slow news day yeah this was like a year before the election really got underway seems like you're explaining a joke tall (laughs) tale
2: yes of course you're right why would you do that?
1: Maybe I just want everyone to know. <laughs> you, just,
2: you want...
0: He's like,
1: guys, hold on. This is what the joke meant.
0: <laughs> you wanted that joke to hit so bad you even put early 2015.
1: hmm <laughs> I love it. Okay, here's the next one. Here lies Kay, died in 1982. The gravestone is just her fudge recipe. Two squares chocolate, two <laughs> tablespoons butter, melt <laughs> on low heat, stir in one cup milk, bring to a boil... Three cup sugar, one tablespoon vanilla. Is that tall tale or tombstone?
2: Again, I think this is too good for you, Chris. This is a tombstone.
0: It is, and I love it so much.
1: <laughs> it's really, really good. It's really, so good. Cute. Oh, it's it's really so good. cute. We should do a cooking episode and make... F- this fudge. Yeah. Note to Jesse. Let's make some fudge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Here lies Jennifer, died in 2013, Gravestone says. If you can read this... You're standing on my boobs. Oh, my God. That is such a tombstone. (laughs) It is. That's a tombstone. (laughs) I really like that one.
0: (laughs) I really like that one. I mean, that may have beat out the fudge, except I also want to make the fudge.
1: (laughs) Okay, here's the next one. Here lies Nina. Died in 2017. Gravestone says, never found out what a meme is. (laughs) Is that tall tale or tombstone? Tombstone. No, come on.
2: That was, in fact, a tall tale. Another tall tale?
1: Oh, boy, Mark. Are you trying
2: to metagame us right now?
1: All right. Thanks, Mark. Great job. And thank you guys again for playing the first ever Tall Tall Tale Tale Tombstones.
0: All right, which stories were fact and which stories were fiction? First up, we have email. This is a story about the archaeologist who was trapped in an Egyptian tomb and was able to communicate, maybe through his Blackberry? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, to recap, Christian and Kyle, you guys think this story actually happened. Yeah. Chris, Claire, and myself, we're not feeling it. Mm -mm. Let's go ahead and find out what the truth is.
1: If you thought this one was too outrageous to be true, you're right. It's a work of fiction fiction so claire and i and jesse are doing well
4: okay so we're off to a good start but i really wanted to go fiction on that and i just damn it
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right guys let's go into story number two this one's called blood donor this is the one about the guy who got a blood transfusion and that transfusion enabled him to see the visions of a murderer now i think this story actually happened so does kyle but claire chris christian you guys think this story is fiction Let's find out what the truth is. Going against clear is not a good idea.
1: If you thought this one sounded like it might be true, we got you. This one's made up. Fiction.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: Claire how are you feeling right now you have two
0: out of five I'm
2: feeling good because what I said at the beginning was if I get 40 percent or higher I'll be happy so you have already hit your number I've I've already hit my mark yeah that's nice
0: that's very nice all right well let's go ahead to story number three this one's called epitaph this is the one about the guy who Mm. probably just made a mistake and blamed it on a dead guy but I don't believe that (laughs) (laughs) so I think that this story actually happened, so does Christian, so does Claire. Chris and yeah, Kyle, that's... you guys think that this is just made up. Mm.
4: Chris, has a it feel to go against Claire? Not
0: good. <laughs> Let's find out what the truth is. Did this one sound like one we might have made up? Well, we did. It never happened. Fiction.
4: Guys, one more thing, one more milestone we're heading towards is a possible all-fiction episode. Oh. So far, so fiction. This has not happened. We have not had an all-fact or an all-fiction episode, but... We'll see. Possible.
0: Let's go ahead on... No, this. the quilt has the to quilt be The quilt has to be fact. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're about to find out. Let's find out. Let's go ahead on to story number four. This is so stupid. Stitches in Time. This is the one where the mom found a bunch of cash and some stock options in her quilt. <laughs> Did it happen? Well, we all think it's fact. Let's find out what the truth is. If you guessed, this one was based on an actual event. You're right. Our
1: research shows it happened Mm -hmm. to a family in Ohio. Our research
0: fact. Okay. In
1: Ohio? In Ohio. In Ohio? Wow. That's specific. Chris. I'm getting very excited and a little nervous. Yeah, you're right. Because I've been working on this for 23 weeks and I've (laughs) yet to get 100 and this could be it. And the only thing standing between me and my 100 is one
0: story. <laughs> he just put his finger right in my face. Oh, yeah. I just want you guys to know that. It was very aggressive. <laughs> it was extremely we Can we get little. to the story? We absolutely can. <laughs> story number five is Soldier. This is the one about the dog tags. Is it fact? Is it fiction? Well, Christian, myself, and Claire, we think this actually happened based on some Reddit post. And <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Kyle, you guys think this is fiction. Let's find out what the truth is. I
4: kind of hope I'm right and I kind of hope I'm wrong just so Chris doesn't get 100.
0: According
1: to our research, a similar story happened in South Vietnam. It's inspired by an actual event.
3: Fact. Chris has Chris just is gotten up. Left his, the room. His Chris's headphones, headphones down. are down. I think yeah. I saw a tear. Yep. yep. He's closing the door. He left the room. He's okay. out and he's gone. You don't have any guns in the house, right?
0: Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: no, nice. here
4: we go. So clear. It um,
0: <laughs> it broke.
2: Yeah. I, well, I, I broke the seal.
0: Let's do a quick recap on the scores. Uh, starting at the low end, here we have. The coin getting only two out of five, which is... Uh, ha, you know, coin.
4: <laughs> yeah. Stupid coin.
0: Stupid yeah. coin. Take stupid that, mom, coin. who said coins were better than me. Oh, You're going to have Whoa. some dreams tonight. Wow.
4: <laughs> I'm just glad I beat the... Oh, uh, Kyle, um. you also got
0: two out of five. So let's uh let's uh You're hold as dumb your as horses. A coin. Christian, you and I tied at three out of five. I feel okay about that. Claire, you got four out of five. That's an eighty oh. percent score. Yeah. Very, very good. good. Congratulations. You are above Thank the you. curve. Thanks. The
3: student.
4: Hey Christian, I'm i I'm, I'm curious, how would you approach this differently now that you've gone through this process once?
3: Mm, so I, I think that I would interview the high performers who are Claire and Chris, and I would ask <laughs> Do you feel like you did this more, uh, based on clues or intuition or like, uh, you know, like what, what's, what's the secret?
1: I'll tell you what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what I do. I watch each story and I try to figure out if what I saw was realistic to the television shows, uh, the reality shows that
0: I watched on paranormal stuff. Oh. That's my. Sister. He does so kind of filter everything through the ghostly rules, and, yeah. and and when I say ghostly rules, it's like rules that he's acquired through media. If you watch a never...
1: hundred ghost shows, there will be things that they all yeah, have in common, common threads, recently. and as and all and all long as
0: this show follows those rules, then I'm kind of on board with. And that. we yeah. find frequently that even when a story has nothing to do with ghosts, Chris uh, finds a way to put a ghost in those stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Claire and Christian Thank you both so much For joining us this week It was a blast Having you both on the show Thank you Hope you guys had fun I had so much fun Thank you Ton of fun And Claire uh, Your movie Bad Exorcist <laughs> Check it out <laughs> based, based on
3: I, a true story
0: Based on a true fa- It was a fact based story From mm-hmm. what I understand <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys Thank you so much for joining Thank you guys at home For listening And until next week This is Beyond Beyond Belief Beyond <laughs> Belief Beyond Belief is produced by five friends living in Los Angeles. Our theme song was written for this podcast by David Russo, who composed music for the original series. Our introduction, voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and tell a friend. All the audio clips are used strictly for educational commentary and are copyrighted by their original creators. You can send feedback, questions, or share your own story that is Beyond Belief by visiting our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com, as well as find show notes. Notes and links to us on social media thank you guys for listening and claire uh your movie bad exorcist <laughs> check it out
3: Based on a true story.
0: Based on a true it was a fact based story from Mm -hmm. what I understand. Yeah.
3: Could we get a little quick audio from from the trailer? Oh
1: yeah, let's play a clip. Claire, you could just like reenact. You want to intro the clip? Uh, Yeah, what's the clip about?
3: Because we can't
1: legally show the clip, so you'll just have to do one of your lines from the show.
2: (laughs) Uh okay.
0: This ritual means nothing. Jesus Christ.
3: Okay. Whoa. Whoa. It's okay because the supernatural is not real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just keep telling yourself that before bed tonight,
3: Christian. <laughs>